What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man, how's everybody doing tonight, man? We got a brand new episode for everybody. It's here, people, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 100. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Man, I was doing fantastic. My back was out of whack, man. But, you know, I don't want to spoil the move, man. How was <laughs> it at Disney, man? I was kind of jealous, man. I'm not going to lie. Those shirts I had on was fire, man. <laughs> I wanted to be part of the family, man. <laughs> it's the most magical place in the world, right? Oh, yeah, it definitely is, man. No, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was uh, definitely feels like you're, you know, you're there for like a, a week, but it feels like a month because there's, you know, so much to hit. And, uh, you know, you got Disney nickel and di- nickel and dime and you all over the place. Um, <laughs> you, know, you buy a ticket, then you got to buy the, the the genie pass to, to get to the rides that you want to get to without having to wait, you know, four days in line. But no, it was good. It was good. You know, I think, uh, you know, we'll get it. We'll get into some of the food, food and drink later. But the. Um, I'd say the Animal Kingdom and uh, and Hollywood Studios kind of take the cake. I know that, you know the Magic Kingdom's the place you know with all the the princesses and something for the you know for the kids, but I'd say the the rides are just are better elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, disappointed in um, Epcot or? Oh no, Epcot was great. I think the the problem the problem with Epcot is that there's only like three or four rides there. Yeah. Um, and the lines are just enormous. And so it's like, to me, it's not worth it to get to get the fast pass to get on. You know, we, we when we went in, we went right to Soren, which is a cool kind of tour of, of the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you're flying, flying in a, in a plane kind of deal. But you're like the only passenger, which is really neat. Similar to Avatar, but in, in, in you know, looking at real, you know, real world things, not not a fantasy world. So and then the other one, the only other one that the kids wanted to go to was the uh, Frozen. But it was like two and a half hour wait and, the, and it was all outside and it was in the sun so we we're just like let it go it. Like, <laughs> let it go yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah i can only take a couple of uh, you know two hour waits in a trip and the two hour wait for avatar which was i you know it was good I, I don't know if it's worth a two hour wait it's definitely a really cool ride the area is cool though which is nice the, the problem with avatar is that they had some 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 uh some some rides down so it was moving kind of slow so i don't mind a long a long wait like we had a long wait at, at the resist uh, rise of the resistance in, in hollywood studios but it moved the whole time yeah um so it doesn't feel as bad yeah and that it was like i said it was, it was fun a good time kids had fun and uh you know now i'm uh, back uh, happy to be back at work from vacation <laughs> yeah man i mean like i said man when i went to you know uh disney uh, i had a lot of fun as a kid you know, hopefully, you know, the girls enjoyed it. You guys have a ton of pictures. Those are probably the ones that will last a lifetime. Maybe you guys can make a habit of it, you know, go every few years. So I think next one is, is universal. That's where we want to get to in, you know, maybe four or five years. Yeah, I think the I think the as kids get older, they enjoy a lot more because yeah. a lot of the older stuff like Terminator, Harry Potter, Jaws. Oh, yeah. uh, as a lot of the older stuff that kids would definitely enjoy. So, yeah, absolutely. And let's get right into it, man. I mean, we got the NFL making some headlines. You know, they NFL appeals to the Sean Watson decision. You know, instead of six games, now he's getting 11. Thought he would have probably got the whole year, but, you know, maybe they decided not to. I wonder if they counted uh, some of the games that he uh, sat out last year. So I'm still I'm, I'm not hearing as much backlash about the 11 games compared to the six. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Yeah, I 
I, I think he still kind of got off easy. Uh, personally, I, I know that, you know, the NFL was, was happy to see him kind of say, you know, apologize and whatnot. It seems like that may have been more of a, a facade than, than anything. But yeah, I think uh, I, th- I still think he got off easy, uh, you know, all things considered with, you know, 30 plus charges against him and, and whatnot. And I know, again, this it, it all got, you know, he never got indicted for anything. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, they settled all the suits. But clearly, you know, he wasn't doing, you know, the right thing. So um, to get off with 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 eleven games after the judge, you know, gave him six, I think is is a win for Watson. And the oh yeah, definitely a win for Watson, a win for the Browns. They need some uh, something to look forward to this season. You know, being the staff, the roster they have you know, with that quarterback coming in. Um, he's the one that's supposed to be taking them over the hump. But it's gonna be a tough road for them for him to be out eleven games. I mean, if they're gonna have to go, uh, you know. 500 a little over so uh it's gonna be interesting to see how things play out i mean they have an easy schedule starting out but then uh you know that middle of the schedule they start playing some playoff teams so uh if they can finish up at 500 that gives them a better shot when uh, he comes back to get in the playoffs yeah yeah if they can if they can hang i think they do have a, a fairly tough schedule though obviously playing in the NFC, or afc north is is tough in its own you get the ravens and Ravens, Steelers, and um, uh, Bengals. So I, I don't think anything's gonna be easy for them. But yeah, if they can hang at 500, you just never know when when you bring in a guy. You know, I feel like a football team like that is probably hitting their stride around mm-hmm. that time. So is, is that gonna be a disruption? You know, you never know because he's not even allowed to practice right until the suspension is out. Yeah, but I mean, he's been practicing the preseason, so yeah, um, yeah, sure. But again, like you, you're gonna get to a rhythm when he gets to week 11, or actually, I think he's back week 13. So I think you're 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 kind of not punting to next year. You'll see how it goes, but I think that next year is kind of the big year for you as the Browns. Oh yeah, that's uh, they can get in the playoffs and still make some noise this year. That's gonna be great for them come next year. It's gonna help them fill a spot uh, at that quarterback spot that they've been longing for a very very long time. So. And then, um, I mean, we had some preseason injuries. I mean, just QB man's out two to four weeks. You know, thank goodness it's not anything uh, major. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I still don't get why these guys just, you know, want to run in the preseason. I know that it's just game speed and it's kind of just natural reaction. But to me, if if you're, you know, coaching these guys, you got to be like, hey, you know, if you don't have the throw, throw it away. We're not we're not doing this. Like, this is how you guys get. This is how people get hurt. And and obviously he did. Um, Luckily avoided, uh, you know, anything major. It looks like, you know, the procedure went well. He's already back walking and he's not been ruled out for week one yet. So, you know, not not the way you want to start the season, obviously, uh, but uh, it, at least they avoided anything major. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I just hope it uh, doesn't turn anything serious because, uh, you know, sometimes it could be a nagging injury if he comes back too early and uh, people go start targeting that knee. I'm looking forward to see if he pans out as a quarterback. I know, uh, I know, I know you're craving down the side for, uh, you know, some just football. So hopefully, uh, you guys can make some noise this year. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited. I guess I, I think we talked about quite a bit. I think the there's a good vibe around the team. You know, the coaching staff is. It seems like they they got a handle on things. We'll see. I mean, you never know until you get to the regular season. But I, I'm I am kind of cautiously optimistic on on the season. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens about like week six, because uh, I mean, uh, Giants gonna be in the same boat. Uh, looks like uh, Danny Dimes might get beat out, beat out as quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you can't make this up, man. Um, it's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's just shaking my head, man. Shaking my damn head, man. This is crazy. I mean, 
don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, if if Tyrod Taylor is, you know, obviously better, I want him to play. But in the same boat, I mean, if he's gonna help us win games or possibly get in the playoffs, is great. But uh, I'd rather I'd rather either have it like be a playoff team, a top play, playoff team, or not get in at all because. I'd rather have a, a better draft pick because obviously we're going to need a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I honestly, I do think that the Tyrod will probably be fine, just because you know he, he's he's serviceable for for a short period of time, and then you know I think you'll obviously he'll hit the the wall and and then be like, what what are we doing now? <laughs> yeah, you know? that's what, maybe he starts a few games and gets injured, and then Danny Dimes comes in and um, you know either makes makes it or break it for, breaks it for his career. You know, otherwise it's just going to be like Josh Rosen bouncing around to uh, different teams or uh, on practice squads. So, yep, exactly. And then, I mean, since the season's coming upon us, I mean, to make some predictions. I mean, we got on the uh, AFC side. Who do you like in um, the the AFC West? AFC West, um, I think that, you know, obviously the uh, the Chargers look solid. Um, they're, they're kind of the big you know, I would say knock against them is they haven't been able to stay healthy. You know, I think the the Raiders made some moves there. Obviously, the Broncos getting Russell Wilson uh, is, is an X factor, but I still I still fall back. And and until you can until you can knock Patty Mahomes Mahomes off, uh, I'm taking the Chiefs in the West. Yeah, man, I'm I'm right I'm right there with you, man. My my second guess would be the Chargers, but I feel like um, they don't have the full experience yet. Uh, like like they always either start off hot and then they cool off or, you know, they bounce up and down, you know, kind of like the stock market. So, um, yeah. I mean, with Patty Mahomes back there and Andy Reid, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to draw up something to win some games, let alone even though their defense is still a little suspect. It's gotten better. I mean, that's the thing. You got Kelsey and Mahomes and I mean, don't get me wrong. They got some other weapons now, so they're definitely going to be spreading out the ball. So it's going to be interesting. It's interesting to see how that all plans out. Um, mm-hmm. Because before their their knock on them last year was that they were always trying to throw the deep ball, right? But now they don't need to throw the three deep ball because they got receivers that can go out and catch and run different routes. So I wonder if this makes them, you know, more dangerous, or uh, you know, if they if it's just they just become an average team offensively. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, we'll wait and see. I mean, how, how do you feel about Derek Carr and uh, Devonta Adams over there in, in Las Vegas? Yeah, I think their offense would be great, but I just their defense—that's the—that's the main yeah. question, right? Um, yeah. I feel like they're going to be a lot of games where it's going to be shootouts, and it's going to be one. I feel like he's going to make Carr is going to make a wrong play, or uh, yeah. you know, tr- try to try to uh, be a showgun. Yeah, you know, I mean, they don't really have an identity really offense uh, like. As a team, right? They're not really like a, you know, uh, a run it down your throat type of team, control the clock. They're pretty, pretty much going to be like a high flying offense. But the thing is, is that if, I feel like if you can keep their offense off the field, I mean, it's going to be game over. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And then we got the AFC North, just like the AFC West. I mean, I feel like these both, both these divisions are going to be a kind of a, I don't want to say a coin toss, but it possibly can be, but more so the uh, AFC North. Who are you liking in this one? Oof, man. I, I mean, again, like to, I think for me, you got to unseat the the previous champ uh, in, in the mm-hmm. Bengals. I, I think you know, I like the Bengals. You got another year from uh, Joey Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase connection. Uh, they revamped their their O line. Um, their defense is still solid, so I, I like them there. I think the the Ravens uh, retooled a little bit to Pittsburgh. Obviously, I think they're the wild card. They could be good. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin rarely fields a bad team, but yep. uh, you got 
Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett situation going on there at quarterback. And then I'm blanking. The Browns. The, the Browns are, again, like no Watson. You got Brissett for 11 games, maybe. I mean, do they go trade for Jimmy G? I, I don't know. And so I think if, if they do make a move for a guy like Garoppolo, I think they can they could take the division. But yet to be seen. I think, again, they're they're solid, too. It, it, all those skill positions, good defense, obviously. Miles Garrett uh, leading that charge. So I, I think this is this is kind of a division that could go any, any way for me. I think the only one that probably doesn't doesn't take it home is Pittsburgh, but I can see the other three teams taking it down. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I'm rolling with you on the Bengals as well. Offensively, they're going to be a juggernaut. They pretty much, pretty much got three starting receivers. Then you know they got a running back in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the only thing is if that offensive line shows up, uh, based off you know the moves they made, it's, it's going to be pretty dangerous for them. The defense is there. They just have to hold it together. Kind of, kind of put last year in the in the in their back burner and uh, focus on the new season ahead and uh, kind of do with it. Kind of the same thing, even though. You know, do the same thing they did last year, right? But also don't use that uh, last year hype to, you know, hurt what you're trying to do this year. Exactly. Then we got the AFC South. I mean, I, honestly, I'm, I'm probably going to roll with the Colts on this one. I don't know. Uh, I feel like the Titans' reign is uh, over. And I feel like uh, Tannehill's about to lose his spot this year by the end of the year. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think uh, I think that, you know, outside of having a really good coach and a really good running back, I think, you know, losing A.J. Brown is going to hurt. I think the defense has struggled in Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I do like, uh, you know, I do like the Colts. You know, they got something to prove and, and they got Matt Ryan in the house. So I, I think they can be a formidable offense there. You got Johnny Taylor. You got, uh, you know, all pros along that whole offensive line yeah, and a Pittman. really solid defense. Defense, Yeah, Pittman. Yep, yep. So they got the weapons, and, and I think they can. They got a serviceable quarterback this year, which I don't think Carson Wentz was last year. So I, I do like the Colts in that division as well. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much going to come down to those two teams. Uh, yeah, and and, that, and that's the thing with the Titans. They uh like they they get to a good spot, and then they don't just things crumble, man. We seen it last year in the playoffs. You know, even though they're a little hurt, but I think this year is going to be pretty much the same for them. I mean, they have Derrick Henry coming back, but you know, off an of injury, so I don't expect him to—I um, don't expect him to have as much as a workload as he did last year. But then, then you know, on the offensive side, they don't have like many many other targets, uh, so to say. They don't have any like number one receivers or guys that you know uh, the defense needs to lock in on to to uh, stop. So besides Henry, but like like I said, we're gonna have to wait and see how they do, man. Yep, yep, for sure. My my hot take is uh is that Malik Willis is going to uh, replace him as a starter like week twelve. I'd have to look at his contract situation. I feel like they're locked into him for next year. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Malik Willis came on strong, but I, I still think they try to roll through next year with him. Yeah, or I feel like the Tannehill injury is coming, and then uh, mm. then we get uh, Malik Willis. Yep. Then we got the AFC East, the East of the Beast. How are you feeling about your Jets, man? Do you think they could take the division? <laughs> I don't I don't think so yet. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see a winning season before I can predict the Jets, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, AFC East win. No, I like I like the Bills here again. Um, I think that they're they got they got something to prove again, right? I mean, they they had that amazing uh, game against uh, KC, but still came up short. And and I think that they they are hungry. They want to win. Uh, they want to win it all. They want to get back to the Super Bowl. I'd say this is probably my odds-on favorite to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that their team is is just really solid from Diggs, and and they got you know Gabriel Davis came on strong last year. 
uh, solid old line um, defense, uh, you know, led with Poyer and, and, and Hyde in the back, uh, two all pro safeties. So uh, and then you'll have a Tredavious White back uh, this year. So I think that I think that Buffalo's is a team to beat. Um, I'm interested to see how the, how the how the Patriots do. That's kind of my actually both Patriots and Dolphins. To be honest, I think the Patriots yeah. are kind of a you know they got again second year quarterback and Mac Jones. Um, the coaching staff seems like it's a bit of a disaster, and and I don't know what the rest of that team is. Uh, so I think that they're they're kind of a and you're never going to be a bad team with Belichick. That's the thing. So I think that it'd be interesting to see how they they, they turn out. And obviously the the Tua situation in Miami. I think again they loaded up uh, with talent on the offensive side of the ball, uh, getting Tyreek Hill. Um, so uh, you know I'd, I'd be interested to see how that that all plays out down there uh, as well with the new coach. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, man. Uh, definitely rolling with the Bills on this one, but we got two wild cards in the division between the Patriots and the uh, the Dolphins. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the more so the Dolphins, though. Um, I feel like you know, I don't know if you ever play Spades, but kind of like the uh, like the two the two of Spades and the two of uh, um, Diamonds right now um, in the in the deck. Um, so because it's just if two pans out, then that's going to be the the crazy thing because mm-hmm. they got they got a great defense, they got weapons on offense. If he can uh, not turn over the ball and he if he can run it down, you know, check it down the field, um, they're going to be a dangerous team to stop. Yep. And then let's get to the NFC. I mean, we got the uh, Let's start, let's start with the NFC West, man. You think you think the uh, the the Rams gonna run it back? Again, I you know <laughs> I think it's tough to to bet against them. I think Seattle's down. Obviously, they're a kind of a mess at quarterback with with uh, with uh, Russ Russ being gone. Forty um, Niners, you know, I I think they're kind of a wild card. They got an awesome defense. They got some really good skill players on the offensive side of the ball with Debo, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Brandon Ayuk and, and again solid I think on on both both lines but you know they got a Trey Lance who hasn't played so I think that's a, a huge wild card and then the Cardinals you know I think they're notorious for getting off to a hot start and then Kyler Murray kind of fades uh, at the end of the year yeah. um, he signed his big contract and then you're gonna have Nuke out for the first six games I don't know and I, it's hard it's hard, again it's hard for me to go against the Rams and and what what McVeigh is he's kind of a he's kind of you know, a neurotic guy, um, mm-hmm. kind of like that, you know, similar to that Bill Belichick type where he's, you know, nothing's ever good enough. So I, I think that I, I don't think you're going to see a letdown from them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Rams out there. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way, man. I, I feel like the other team in the division are kind of uh, uh, shaky. And um, I mean, the Rams have the head coach. Um, they have the quarterback. I mean, they got the defense. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to get it done on both sides, on all fronts. Um, so they're going to be interested in um, how much better or how much, uh, you know, worse, so to say, they they are this year compared to last year. They caught hot at the right time, but they're always in the mix, you know, from year to year in the playoff hunt. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, once the playoffs start, who they match up against uh, to see if they can get it done for me when it comes to them. Then we got the NFC North. I mean, pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. It's going to be the Packers. But uh, my hot take is that the Packers are going to be out in the first round. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I, I can't disagree with you there. I mean, I think that they've they've really improved on that defense over the last couple of years. I think the defense is solid. I mean, who's who the hell is Rodgers going to throw the ball to? To those receivers, but they dropping it, man. He uh, kind of he called them out. I mean, I don't think that was the right place to do it but hey you know hopefully somebody uh takes takes that to uh how to put it uh as a as a you know a positive criticism uh, criticism and uh you know they 
turn up their game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Tanyan, you know, he's got a bunch of, of scrubs rolling around there. Yeah, as I said, maybe maybe somebody pops up out of nowhere. But I mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long day for the Packers, man. It's gonna be a very long day, man. Yeah, I mean, this was the whole thing as to you know when Rodgers decided he was gonna resign with them, and then Devontae was gone. You know, a couple of days later, obviously Rodgers knew about it. But you know, without even though he signed back on, it's like who 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 are you gonna get to the, throw the throw the ball to? There was yeah, no, I don't know, man. You, you, usually, you see another move, and there was no other move. That was it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was rumors of Odell trying to go there, but uh, you know, if I'm Odell, I'm not trying to go there. Uh, and then we got the uh, the AFC South. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady runs it back, but uh, I think the I think the Saints are going to give the give them a run for their money this year. Yeah, I, I think uh, if if Jameis can stay healthy, you know, can't guard Mike is back. Uh, he looks strong in in uh, early season here or early preseason here, and I think it just comes down to that defense. I mean, you still got Marshawn Lattimore and and uh, and company. I think Jameis will be fine on the offensive side of the ball. He, you know, you got Dennis Allen, so I think I don't think it's gonna the offense is gonna change too much. I could definitely see them them giving a run. I think you know the Panthers are an interesting team too down there. I think with, yep. with Baker, I think again their load their defense is really good and. You know, can Baker be serviceable for them down there? You know, with McCaffrey and and you know you got Robbie Anderson and and some some other receivers over there. You know, I think uh, I think they're an interesting team. Obviously, Tampa is is got Brady. I would assume that that they they take the division, and then Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be trash. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> there you there you go. Well, I hope they're not. I hope they're not. I hope they're more trash than the, than the Giants if we have a bad season. Because uh, I I would like to have a better draft pick than them, and they they need a quarterback too. So, <laughs> <laughs> just one game, just one game. <laughs> and then we got the uh, the uh, NFC East. Um, I mean, going I mean, Cowboys. I don't know, man. I think I think there's gonna. I think we're gonna get a surprise in the. Uh, the the Redskins are gonna oh no, I forgot no. the Washington the Washington uh football team uh is gonna Commanders say, now Commanders. oh Commanders changing the name changing the name every season man <laughs> the Washington Commanders are gonna surprise some people and, no and be up there no not with Carson Wentz right, sorry I don't know man I feel I feel like he's gonna get revenge on the Eagles I don't know man I just feel like he got he got something to prove man but don't get me wrong I, I part of me doesn't think he's gonna do it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles, the Eagles, uh, you know, took over the division. But I feel like it's also too much hype for them. Yeah, I agree. But also, the no team has really ever repeated in the division, so which is the main, which is it's like a curse in the NFC East. So I doubt it's going to be the Giants, but I mean, going to be a long season for us Giants, man. Yeah. I think Barkley, I think Barkley, I think Barkley's going to get traded too during the season. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, if he, especially if he gets off to a decent start. Yeah, man, just, uh, just all I can do is shake my head, man. Just, just, just in, in disgust. I mean, so this, this is, this is the, the whole thing about the NFL. It's such a quarterback-driven league that you know you, you take a chance on a guy like, like, like Danny Dimes, and if he doesn't pan out, you're kind of screwed for four years because you know you took him high, and, and, and then you know you don't want to draft another quarterback high. But you know, do you, do you rebuild your team? Do you trade everyone out? And then you got Saquon sitting there, like, what do we do with this guy? Um, it's it's an issue, and I think the the Jets were were quick to identify that Darnold wasn't going to be their guy. They cut bait. They went with Zach Wilson. Again, we'll we'll still find out how that plays out, but mm-hmm. um, I, I think the Giants held on. I think a little too long here, and now they're in a, a terrible situation. Yeah, I feel like they, they definitely are, man. 
But I mean, you know, they cleaned house as far as the uh, you know upper management and brought in new coaching staff, new they GM. Did. So you know, hopefully they can uh, turn it around. But fortunately, it's not going to be an overnight process. So I have to stick nope. with them for stick with them for a few years. It's a multiple year issue now. Yeah, especially when you need a quarterback. Then on to the NBA. I mean, not too much here. Your boy Durant still trying to get traded. Those rumors came out that the he, uh, he was trying to go to the Pelicans. Pelicans turned down the deal for him for Bi. I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't blame him. Uh, it's gonna be. I, th- I think he's gonna have to wait till the trade deadline to go, man. Yeah, I I, I don't know. You know, I, <laughs> he seems like one of those guys that just won't play. You know, if he doesn't, not the right situation. I just you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a good return for him. you're not gonna get the return that the Nets want I think the Nets are just unrealistic about what they're gonna get back and again same thing you know they they said today about Kyrie they're not gonna trade him for just picks and stuff so they don't they don't want to blow it up but I don't I don't think they have any many options <laughs> to get in return yeah but I guess I mean I think I think you got to take those picks man I mean if you think about if you take Kyrie or Durant off that team. I mean, you still got a playoff team. I mean, you still got some decent pieces. I mean, if you have, imagine you had, you know, a play, a potential playoff team, even if it's a seven, eight team, and you're bringing in, you know, you're farming in fresh, you know, uh, top top of the line, uh, you know, lottery picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that can help take you over the top quicker than sooner, because then you got the kind of kind of like kind of what OKC have, where they had like the young guns and they had some veterans on the team and they got to the finals. But I mean, you, but you also have to hit on the draft pick, so it's a twofold, uh, you know, situation. Yeah, no, I I, I get it. It's just I I think that I I, I think they want to try to win now and they want to get players in return. And I think that you're right. I think you got to get some sort of combination of picks and and maybe tier two type players. Can't win now. The way that the way that team is constructed, the coaching staff, it's just too many variables on that team. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie can't doesn't play all the games. I mean, that Ben Simmons is he going to shoot? Is he going to play? Um, <laughs> like I don't know, man. You know, but you know, not my team. So right, they they they, they can do whatever they want over there. Mm-hmm. Then we had uh we had your boy LeBron. He re-signed, re-up on the deal. Looks like looks like he uh he's staying in L.A. Man, probably gonna yep. finish out there. Yep, yep, that's what it looks like. Yep, he signed a you know basically it's a three-year, hundred and eleven million dollar deal to close it out. So two, I think you got two in what ninety-seven. Yeah. No, sorry, he can get he can get up to one hundred eleven uh, in the yeah. last two years mm-hmm. in in incentives. So yeah, he pushed his guaranteed money to like I forget five hundred forty million dollars for his career. Yeah, it seems like this is this is it for him. Yep. And now, now, now the uh, ball's in the Lakers court to see uh, what they can p- put around them to uh, yep. try to win it. So exactly. let's see if uh, they move Anthony Davis or uh, Westbrook or not. Yep. NBA released the schedules. I mean, uh, opening day, we're going to have uh, Philly versus Boston at 730. How, how you feeling about uh, how you feel about that game? Think, Love, think, Love it. You think it's going to be an easy, a easy. Uh, I mean, nothing's easy. easy. Nothing's easy, but I, <laughs> give me give me Philly any day of the week. They they, they they turn into a puddle. I don't know, man. I'm interested to see how they uh they pan out. You know, they got uh you know your boy uh PJ on there. You know, James Harden took some took less money. I don't know, man. Maybe he's buying in. I don't know, man. We have to wait and see see, see what they do over there. But if uh if Embiid is healthy, they're gonna be a tough out. But James Harden's also gonna have to show up and those other uh, other role players. So. <laughs> Then on the other side, I mean, NBA just rubbing it in LeBron's face. They got Golden State versus the Lakers at 10. And I think uh, Golden State is going to receive their uh, rings that night, too. So, oh yeah, just rubbing it in LeBron's face. 
I thought I thought that was a subliminal, hilarious uh, little thing going on right there. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if they're trying to predict the Lakers versus Golden State in the West Finals. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Golden State looks coming back, you know, off the championship. If they stay high or they start off slow, and then the Lakers, man. I mean, so many questions. More so outside of LeBron, you know, the head, the new head coach, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis. I don't even know who else is on that team. And, you know, basically all those role players kind of see what kind of product they're going to put on the floor. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right. Um, I just think it's I think this is, again, going to be a, a Golden State Phoenix thing this year. I think that Phoenix is going to make a, another run out with with Chris Paul and company. And, and uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. Good, good opening night. I love, uh, you know, shoving it in LeBron's face. Day one. Oh, we'll, we'll see how it, uh, it, you know, we'll see what the preview looks like when we get to that point. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. This is going to be all about those matchups, how uh, people seed out. So, um, but I mean, yep. you want to be at the, you know, in the best position to be between that top, you know, one to five range or one to four range, west or the east, uh, to give you a better, better fighting chance to get out of the, you know, your division to the finals. Mm-hmm. Then they also announced the uh, Christmas Day games. I mean, we have Philly versus the Knicks. I'm surprised, you know, Knicks still getting a Christmas Day game. But, hey, I'll take it. I'll watch that game. Then we got the Lakers and Mavericks. Kind of an odd matchup. But, hey, I'll, uh, I'll probably probably check that one out, too. Then we got the Bucks and the Celtics. I know you're excited about that. The rematch with uh, uh, Giannis. See a full Bucks team. See how you guys fare against them. Mm-hmm. And then Grizzlies versus the Warriors. That's going to be a good one because, you know, Draymond's going to be talking trash. And the Grizzlies players don't really like them. Then they got the Suns and the Nuggets. I'm not gonna lie, probably gonna cut that one off after after that uh, <laughs> the Grizzlies and the Warriors game, man. Hey, if you, you can make, if you can if you can make it that far, then good for you. Yeah, man. Well, I feel like it's the first game is at 12, then 3:30, then 6, 8, and then 10 or something like that. Yeah. But I feel like that last game is just like a throwaway game. They either put two, two teams people don't really watch too often. But I'll, yeah, I'll probably be done after the Grizzlies Warriors game. Yeah. Oh, I told you about the uh, the uh, N1 uh, documentary coming out on Netflix, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm interested to see how that fares versus the uh, the, the 30 for 30 ESPN one ad. And then uh, on to MLB. I mean, Yankees are still struggling. Now we're almost three games back from the Astros. And we got to get it together, man. Yeah, they, they, they need to find it. I was hoping that, that they get a spark from the Donaldson Grand Slam last night, but they're uh, they're losing here again. They're just you know I, I feel like when they when they fall apart it all goes. It's it's not like it's you know the pitching or the hitting. It's it's all at one time. You know the pitching goes, the hitting goes. So I, I think that you know they pulled up a couple guys from from AAA to hopefully get them a spark. And uh, they just needed the pitching needs to turn around. So you know we'll, we'll give it a little bit longer. They got they've built themselves a nice lead, but I I think they need to you know figure out what's going on and, 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 and uh, see if they can get things back on track here before we get to September. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they'll fall too far behind and like drop from the second place. And, you know, but I mean, you want to have some momentum going into the playoffs. You don't want to be just like, you know, dragging your leg in there because teams are coming in hot. So I just hope they turn it around in time to get some momentum. So yeah. uh, we don't get bounced out the first round. That's what I'm saying. You need to you need to, you need to take the next two weeks and figure out what's going on. Get everyone back on the same page. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like you know they're not like down on themselves or anything. They're just not playing well. Yeah. Um. So so it's like a funk, like a little funk. It's weird. Man. Yeah. So yeah, I think like you're right. I think 
you got to have this thing figured out a week, you know, when you get into September so that you're not coming in cold and, and, uh, you know, the Astros don't, you know, come and take you out right away where whoever the hot team is coming out of the, the wild card bounces you early. Yeah. Cause you think about it. If you, do, if you don't come in high and then you're pretty much sitting cold and then, uh, you know, these wild card teams are playing before you, I mean, you're getting a few days off, but it doesn't, it's, you're kind of be, you're going to be rusty. And I mean, these teams are hot in the mix, you know, ready to make their run. So, like exactly. I said, man, they just got to figure it out before uh, before September. Then we got yep. on, and then on the other side, I mean, we got the Dodgers still doing what they're doing, best team in baseball right now. It's not really seeing much of a change. I mean, the Braves are up there. I'm just yeah. interested to see how the, how this all plays out on the uh, NL side. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the uh, <clears throat> Dodgers just came off a 12 game winning streak. Um, they're really just crushing teams, and then. Uh, you said you got the Braves, Braves and Mets both playing well in the East, and then uh, the Padres are kind of an interesting team because they went out, obviously made the Soto deal. Uh, Tatis comes out with a you know suspension; he's done for the year and into next year. So does that you know does that put a kind of a sour note on the team, or, or how do they they handle that? Um, but yeah, I, you know I think they pushed their chips in, and so I think they expect uh, you know. To make the playoffs there, obviously that the, they they're probably going to be if they they're in is a wild card, uh, you know, behind the Dodgers, and then they you know the Cardinals are 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 playing well there in the in the Central. So I think it's um I, th- I still think it's a a Dodgers Braves NLCS, but we'll, I think mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that, see how they all do, see how it all plays out here. Yeah, man, what happened to the Angels, man? They, they oh, <laughs> I love the Man, yeah. the best player in baseball, still not in playoffs, man. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. And it's our time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so like I promised last week, uh, we did do the Epcot. We uh, we went around the world. I, I ate as much food and, and as I could uh, from each place, uh, and, and had a uh, had a beverage from from each place as well. You know, I, I give you my top three. Uh, I'd say you know we kicked it off with Ireland uh, and their bangers and mash. I'd say probably come in third on my list. That they were fantastic. They had a you know, little little um, mashed potatoes with a little uh, onion gravy, uh, dark brown onion gravy, and then a couple little bangers on top. Really outstanding. Uh, and then at number two, I'll probably throw the uh, Italy, the the gnocchi with mushrooms. That was uh, they had a cream sauce. Um, really fantastic. It was really well done. Very creamy, light. Uh, was really good and then at number one interesting enough i would put the falafel from morocco it was unbelievable uh and i do like falafel but this one was was really good they had a nice sauce on there um just really outstanding uh so i highly recommend that if, if you if find morocco there's some other hidden gems i think the the uh there's a, a beef in um Kenya, I believe it was. It was really good, like a beef curry that was tasty. And then, obviously, in Greece, the uh, the euro was was really good too. So, a little, a couple honorable mentions there. 
Oh man, that sounds great. Almost made me a uh, salary, man. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it, it's great because like they they have like miniature little plates, so you can get like uh you know you, you don't have to spend you know ten twelve bucks on every, in everything. So it's you know like a five dollar euro, which you know me and Michelle would then split and then each get a you know a beer or something. So it was good though. It was it was it was really good. Yeah, man, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, I like to, well, anytime I go on vacation, I like, like after I try out a bunch of different spots on the last day, I'll try to get like the my favorite thing from uh, whatever place I went to. And then I uh, just sit up in a hotel, chill and uh, eat it. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. And then uh, what, what's the uh, what's the drink for the for the uh, the week? So so the drink they have uh, and we're going to Germany on this one. The uh, they had a uh, sh- uh, I think it's Schoferhofer. Um, I don't know if I pronounced that right or not. They do a lot of uh, kind of like fruitier beers, but they had a it was a uh, grapefruit shandy I think, and it was like it was really good. It was you know it was a hot day. But it was really refreshing, light, uh, fruity, uh, just really good. I think it, it's probably like around a four and a half percent or something like that. But I thought that was uh, probably the best uh, best beer we had on on, on the. Um, on on the trip there, and I I'd, I'd probably give it a uh, man seven point eight. Oh, that's pretty good, man. That's yeah, a yeah, it was solid. That's a that's a above average, solid. That's a that's a that's almost a go to right there. A nice little go to. Yeah, it was very good. And did you see uh did you see any other like beer spots while you were down there? Um, outside of Disney. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really we didn't really hit anything up. No, I I didn't we didn't um we spent most of our time in the parks. Then we weren't in the park. We were. You know, staying local. I think I, I gave you the the one that we got from Cigar City. We get, ended up getting another four pack of that last week. But other than that, now it's it was really uh kind of low key. Okay, interested interested to see if uh uh what other new stuff you discover uh, now that you're back home. Yeah, yeah. Now 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 I got to go out and uh, start searching. Yep, and uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh for the BRRs, not too much to cover here. I mean uh. As far as like new stuff, finished up Sandman. I mean, it's okay. I kind of was watching it like, what the hell am I watching? Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be. I, I guess what I thought it would be was is not how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I expected it to be a lot more gory, battling, nightmare stuff, you know, versus you know, dream type stuff. But kind of slow rolled uh, pretty much the whole show, and it wasn't really any fighting, so to say. It's kind of like uh, a lot of talking. I felt like you get more fighting than Harry Potter. Like it wasn't like any battles. Like there's one part where he fights the devil, and it's not really a fight. It's like weird. They're playing like I would say it's like it's not really like rock paper scissors, but like you remember as a kid when you used to do rock paper scissors, and then like people would be like, oh, a gun or like the oh, ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. They, they were doing that. It was like what? Okay. Like one was like, oh, I'm I'm a beast or. And then I was like, I'm a snake. And then the other was like, I'm a bird. And then he was, the one was like, I'm death. And the other one was like, I'm hope. And then he won. So like, what the fuck? But it was it was kind of those things like, what am I watching, man? But I was like, so far in, I was like, I'm gonna just finish this thing out, man. See what all the hype is about. Uh, but it's definitely something you can skip. Um, wasn't really, not something I'm gonna recommend. But I mean, if you have time and you like, maybe if you're a fan of it, you want to watch it. But uh, it's, a, it's a skip for me. <laughs> Then uh, I watched Severance. That was pretty good. Got a little confused about the ending, but, you know, Tom cleared it up for me. Definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, uh, um, how the show pan- pans out in the next season. But I think it's like a, it's actually a remake of a of a show from 
they did law like in the 50s or 70s or some some something like that because when i looked it up a bunch of different ones came up for it so but it was definitely a good show definitely want to check out have some funny moments in it it's kind of like uh lost meets the office so mm-hmm. um they have some funny moments like you know people are in the office telling jokes uh some things are going on i want to say jokes but like you know it's some dark humor stuff going on in the office and then also has that lost feel like you know when they're like pushing the buttons on the uh in the um the little uh, underground dungeon thing, you know, that's kind of what they're doing um, in the office. But, you know, you kind of really understand what it's for. And there's just a lot going, I won't say a lot going on, but I uh, definitely want to be paying attention to it. But definitely, it's definitely a good show, something you could watch. I felt like it was pretty quick. It was on like eight or no, nine, nine or ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like you could probably get it done in a day or two. So okay, if you if you like buckle down, but yeah. Then uh, I checked out the first episode of She-Hawk. I liked it, man. It's pretty good. Um, it? It yeah, good. yeah. I mean, you get you get the Hawk, I and mean, you can't go wrong with the Hawk, man. They have uh, like some little sparring between her and the Hawk, which is kind of cool. They haven't really gotten to the the full story yet. Um, they kind of the first episode they give you like the backstory of what happened there, which is good. So it's not it's not like they um you know how sometimes you watch a show in the beginning and they kind of you already know how she becomes you know um she hawk so to say um they did a little different take on it but it was kind of like it was like sped up so you kind of see how it happened quickly and then the aftermath of her like he's she's trying to train her basically in the first episode mm-hmm. so she can understand how to use the powers and then um it looks like after the first episode they're pretty much going to get into it as her role as being a lawyer you know trying to help uh um, you know, superheroes or villains um, in the court of law, and then also, you know, kicking some butt out there on the uh, on the uh, hero front. So, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, Disney's doing their thing, man. They know what they're doing. They're gonna have this. They're gonna have uh, Daredevil come back. I think they're bringing back um, Luke Cage and then some other shows. So they're gonna have a, a wider variety of shows on on Disney because they actually just passed uh, Netflix and I think in subscription. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, you know, once once all this Marvel stuff comes out. Oh, for sure. And then, uh, did you get to see Prey yet? I didn't, no. Oh, okay, okay. And then, um, we got House of, House of the Dragons coming this Sunday. Oh, yeah. How, how excited are you for that? Uh, very excited. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, it's, it's you know, I think it, it, for me, it'll probably take a couple episodes to really get back into it, but it'll be good to see, you know, some of the same, you know, the, the, the characters we've heard about that uh, come to life um, and just see how, you know, everything played out with the, with the dragons and, and, uh, and, and Westeros and all that. So uh, excited for that. How about you? Oh yeah. I'm definitely excited, man. Looking forward to seeing some dragon battles, but I feel like I need to brush up on my game of Thrones, like fan house, like families. Uh, Cause I feel like when they start mentioning, mentioning names, you're going to be forgetting like, Oh, this is the, I guess this is the father of, you know, it's dark or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like so yeah, something like that or like the uncle of this yeah. person. They should just have that like always running on the side of the of the screen. Like when they say a name like this is who that is. He's related to this guy and this guy. He birthed this child. <laughs> like a family tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great, but um you know they have these like uh hardcore fans that uh, they'll put the episode recap on YouTube and they'll give you the breakdown. So I always check out a few of those just to, as a refresher after I watch it to to make sure I, I know who's who. So yep, yep, for sure. And then uh, just the regular shows and continue watching. You know, rap shit is great. If you like um, Insecure, um, you'll love this show. I think that's really it. You know, you got Love Island. You haven't mm-hmm. started that yet, but you know, if you get a ch- if you get a chance, definitely check that out. If you're looking for some reality TV show stuff to watch. 
We watched, uh, I, I told you, we watched the show Keep Breathing. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting show. I think the, the, the lead character is really good. It's, it's a, basically about a, a woman who gets on a, a, you know, basically has a, a flight canceled and she begs a, a, the guy, this guy driving a private jet to, to fly her and he takes her and they ends up getting in a, they end up crashing the plane and she has to survive. And then you kind of go back and forth between current, you know, current, uh, currently being, you know, surviving out in the, in the wilderness and, and her, you know, the life that she came from. You know, I think it was short. It was six, six episodes and they were shorter episodes. I think if they go into a season two, hopefully that there's, there's more, you get more answers and things like that. But I think it was, it was off to a good start. It just, for me, it ended too quickly. Oh, okay. So I think if I, you know, I, I, I'd wait to see if there's a season two before watching it personally, but um, it was it was it was a it was a decent start for sure. Okay, maybe it was one of those shows I was attended for one season, but it kind of got good ratings and people kind of like Member Center was supposed to be like a limited series, yep. and then all of a sudden turned to like a four series uh, uh, show. So maybe it all turned out like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, almost uh, done with season one of Be- of the Bear. That's actually been it's been really good. Yeah, just wait to uh, see uh, the ending. I'm yeah. gonna give it away. Yeah, uh, so far it's been it's been really good. The, uh, the that cousin man, he is a freaking dipshit. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fact that they let that guy anywhere near a restaurant is beyond me. No, you know it's funny though. The other guy that fixes stuff and he's like yeah. trying to get the job there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i can do anything man <laughs> <laughs> but uh no so far so good uh really enjoy it uh obviously um like the uh the main character liked him in uh uh shameless um, yeah shameless i was shocked to see uh what's his face oliver platt in there that was, uh-huh. that was interesting that was cool and um yeah so yeah I, I, i've enjoyed it it's been good yeah man good show i say he plays good with like uh uh trauma he does. like characters with trauma man uh it make it makes it feel like 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 that's really him in real life yeah. um which is great but i mean overall it's a good show quick like episodes aren't too long everything goes by quick you know eat, eat good pace on the show as far as like you know the plot and what's going on so um definitely looking forward to uh you know the next season of that as well yep absolutely and then uh, i think that's it man that's it what up it's tom one of the ogs of the sports sidebar podcast i want to say congratulations to my boys richard and jd on 100 episodes keeping the flame burning all this time and giving us great sports pop culture movies talk even though i never agree with a brr i'm a big fan and happy to see this team still going strong so congratulations again guys keep it going nothing but love from the og tom 100 episodes of rap um appreciate everybody out there listening i appreciate you uh rocking out with me for 100 episodes and right uh, back at you rich and some extra content here and there (laughs) looking forward to uh what what else is to come absolutely all right ladies and gentlemen until next time until next time rich i want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the sports sidebar podcast give y'all something to ride out on